Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by hashtag basketball.com, the site that helped you win your league this year, hashtag basketball.com. Congratulations for listening to this podcast and winning your league, because I'm assuming, I would assume like 80, 90% of the people who listen to this podcast won their league. Um, so you're welcome. Uh, we love you. And go to hashtag basketball.com because they also helped you win your league. I'm your host, Mike Katrin. Joining me as always is the other guy who helped you win your league, the illustrious Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? For a second there, I thought you said AD won your fantasy league. And I was like, how did you know I was in a league with AD? You were in a league with Anthony Davis? Well, no, not, not that Anthony Davis. Just an Anthony Davis that I know. Oh, okay. That's, that's okay. Is he also injured a lot? He just falls down. Um, He's like, oh, I can't start it late tonight. <laughs> Sorry. I can't start my lineup tonight because I ate a I injured my clicking finger. So fish sandwich. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh Anthony Davis. What a character. What a I man. Am, I'm very uh you know, I'm half German. I, I practice in the art of Schadenfreude, Tyler, and I am very pleased <sighs> to see. That the Lakers did not make the playoffs, even so though I think, I, I'm not sure if we talked about this on the podcast or not. But you and I had discussed this way back when they made that Westbrook trade. Of like, I'm not sure this is going to like go great. Absolutely. I mean, tonight, <laughs> today we are talking about the bold predictions that we uh, that we made preseason before the season had even started back in October middle of october we made a bunch of bold predictions and what uh reading through these since i haven't read through them since probably october there is a lot of la lakers hate uh especially coming from me but a lot of uh, we were not in on this we were not in on the lakers we were not in on westbrook's fit there um even though the lakers not making the playoffs negates one of my bold predictions i'm going to take uh, I'm going to take credit uh, for a different bold prediction that had to do with LA, and we're gonna we're gonna meet in the middle. I think I'm gonna convince you. Um, that so this is the. This is I, the I was correct that I had the right vision. We both had the right vision. We were both out on LA. This is the fun part of it for me because you know the the, the legitimate part of it, like the actual bold prediction itself, might not be 100 percent correct. But I think you can get it right without it being correct. And here's what I mean by that. It's meant to be bold, right? So, like, yeah. you don't want to say, like, you know, Nikola Jokic is going to be the best player. Well, okay, he was the best player last year. He was the best player again this year. Great. You know what I mean? Like, that's not bold. So, the bold, right, comes into play here. So, if you're right about it, like, for example, you want to get into it right now? Like, go with my first one? Yeah, I know you. My first one was, in reality, wrong, but technically right. Ooh, I don't know if I'm going to – if I can give you – so the first bold prediction is that you said Drew Holiday would uh, be better in total points. We're looking at totals, eight cat uh, on hashtagbestball.com. Then LeBron, CP3, Lamelo, and Fred Van Fleet. Tyler, I don't think I can give this one to you. So here's it was a good I'm thought. Saying, in you, totals, though. Okay, so so where did you draft all those other players? Other than Chris Paul, you drafted all those players really high, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. So here's the rundown of those players. LeBron is the top one 
or LaMelo's the top one with 11th in yep. totals. Okay. Which I'll give you that one. If you want to say that one was wrong. Okay. You got it LeBron wrong. LeBron 13th in totals. Okay. That one was wrong too. Impressive. But- impressive. LeBron uh, had an impressive year this year. They didn't yeah, make the playoffs. The <laughs> fact that he did that in 56 games wasn't, was the most impressive part. Like I He's figured it would be, be like 50, 55 games and they would be good, but not, not as good as they were. And he would be much lower. Okay. Chris Paul and Fred Van Vliet, 21 and 22. But Drew Holiday is 28th. And Drew Holiday was like going outside the top 40 in a lot of drafts. Oh, yeah. So the bold prediction really was Drew Holiday is being significantly undervalued. And depending on what happens in the last couple of days here, because Robert Williams isn't playing anymore and he's right above Drew Holiday here, like Drew Holiday could legitimately end up as a player that was basically at the very beginning of the third round, maybe the, the late second round. Okay, like, okay. He was a significant value. And I guess that was really more to me. The thing was like, don't necessarily pick Drew Holiday over those players. But if you're looking for a value, don't take Fred Van Vliet in the second round. Take Drew Holiday in the fourth. I'm not going to give it to you. And this is why. Because I'm not going to, you're not going to give me the next one either. Because mine was also a LaMelo, had LaMelo ball in there. But you were dead on that Drew Holiday should be considered as good as LaMelo, Fred Van Fleet, CP3, LeBron. Now, obviously, LaMelo had an incredible year. LeBron had a really actually a career year uh, for, for LeBron in like average fantasy value, like a way better year than he usually has. So to consider Drew Holiday in that in that same regard, you are one billion percent right. Your prediction was wrong, and so was my prediction. Though I would say I was pretty close, Tyler. My first bowl prediction was Lonzo will have a better season. I'm, I'm going to guess on average because I didn't write that down. Then Lamelo. And the only way to look at this is on averages. Lamelo, like you said, 17th overall. Lonzo, 33rd overall, right below Drew Holiday. Yeah, and the, the Lonzo injuries like sap sap this from from looking better. But like I, again, I, I would argue though that like Lamelo was high, especially by the end of draft season. Like, where was Lamelo going? Like, I'll look Second this round. up. That's what I mean. I'll look it up on Fantasy Pros ADP. Like as I'm talking here, but like he was going significantly higher than. You basically uh, got the best the version of Lamelo. Like you didn't get any value wherever you drafted him. You got the best, like a little bit of value, actually. But like he was going twenty third, by yeah. Way. Like an average drafts that counts all the drafts. He was going twenty third. Lonzo was going forty seventh, and he finished per game as the thirty third best player. So like again, you got some good value there. Drew Holiday, same thing, right? Like Drew Holiday was going thirty fourth in drafts. He fin- <laughs> he finished twenty eighth. You know, that's nice. Yeah, that's a much better value you like yeah like you had to pay overpay for lamella ball and you got lucky uh usually when you overpay you don't or you get at like you get him as like the 23rd best player or the 33rd best player which is where drew holiday is so it's like uh uh why not just take drew holiday later and get you know devin you know devin booker or uh, probably lebron you could probably got uh in some second rounds um we apparently just dumped on LaMelo at the beginning of our bold predictions because your second bold prediction well, is, so is LaMelo would finish outside the top 40 in totals. And I, I think I talked about this when I made it was like, you know, I don't see the path for LaMelo getting up to the points he needed. And what really helped LaMelo, okay, was he, he didn't quite get the 20, but what he did do was he obviously played five more minutes a game. Yep. He got, 
you up to seven and a half assists, which again, assists were down a little bit. And then he got, he increased the rebounds too. And he went from 75% free throw shooter to 87. That's huge. Right. And I didn't see that coming. Cause like, there was no reason to think, I mean, like he was not a great free throw shooter in his other stops. Now they're all small sample sizes. We talked about this numerous times, but like, yep. like to go to 87, like to become an elite free throw shooter. Now he only takes three a game. So like you can say, say what you want about that, but he definitely jumped from eh, like 70, 75.8 where he was, was, I mean, a, a little bit of a negative and he may he turned that into a significant positive by getting a lift to 87. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the thing is, and let's let's kind of try to spin this forward too. You know, yeah, next what, year. What are you, what are we thinking next year? Is this a repeatable right. offense? Is he getting better? Right. So I, there's no ways in my first round because I I feel like there's twelve pretty locks in that first round that I'm definitely going over Lamelo, and there's even going to be some guys coming back, right? Like Kawhi will be back. Um, Jamal Murray will, will play. Yep. You know what I mean? So there's going to be some some other names in there too. Paul George is going to play a lot more games. So I, I think Lamelo is going to be overdrafted again. Like you mentioned it. He finished 17th in per game. It was even higher in totals. It was 11th. He'll likely like, go in that mid-second round. And that I don't is, know. I think he's going to be a first-round pick. People I don't, love I don't. People do love Lamelo. <clears throat> he's a first-round pick. Like I don't want him in the first round. I don't want him like, over Jimmy Butler. They they're and Jimmy Butler and him are going to finish real real close to each other. I still don't want him over Jimmy Butler. I don't want him with Jay, but he's he's sitting there at you know at seventeenth uh, on averages. But why would you pay top twelve? Why okay, would you pay here, top twelve? Here's a here's a fun little game. We'll, we'll just go through it. Okay, uh, him or LeBron next year? Probably the Le, probably LeBron. See there, I might go Lamelo just because younger. Like Bron's only gonna play like fifty five games. Like you, it depends on the league. If it's a deeper league, I want Lamelo. If it's a shallower league, like where you can get good production from LeBron's spot when he's not playing, then then I'm fine with LeBron. Yeah, I don't. Uh, know. Harden, Harden's a difficult one for me to figure mm. out because Harden doesn't. Where is look, he? What team is he on? Well, and, and he, he just looks like he lost a step a little bit. And so still a top 10 player, even with a step loss. Well, I mean, how many years in a row there was two, three, where he was like by far and away the best player. Give me Harden. Give me Harden. Trey Young. Trey Young. Cat. Cat. No question. Curry. Giannis. Yep. Yep. Keep going. So then I got, I got one for you. DeJounte Murray. Now that. Man, Murray finished 12th this year, but give me LaMelo just because I feel like. Give me DeJounte Murray. Uh, the rebounds and two steals a game. Give me DeJounte yeah. Murray. The question is, is he still the the alpha on that team? Do they try to remake it with somebody yeah. else that's going to steal away some of the well, some of the stuff? So, you know, uh, does LaMelo turn into DeJounte Murray? But but here's here's another bunch of guys that I would still rather have over LaMelo. Paul George, Luca, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. Yes. Yes. So that what about alone Fred right Van there, Fleet. Pretty close. That's, similar guys. To me, to me, that's kind of a pick your horse. Yeah. Like, who do you want? What do you like? Do you want a few more threes, a few less rebounds? You can go Van Fleet, right? Do you want um, but yeah, like that's it for me. Is like to me, he's like a mid-second round player. And so if he's going in the first round, like you can have him in the first round. I'll take Luca or Paul George or Kawhi, maybe even. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so that's a second round player. Yeah. And if he's he's going on the turn, like, I just, I just don't know how you, who you're, who you're like choosing to not take on the turn. Are you not like, are you not taking Trey young or Jason Tatum on the turn or. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that. That's fair. And and he was better than expected and maybe he'll do it again. I mean, he's only 21. Yeah. He's, he's going to, I think he's going, he's going to get better. I think that's pretty obvious. He's incredibly young. I'm, I'm liking, uh, it's really, really hard and really, really difficult to come into contention with being called a second round player or a first round player. It usually takes until you you're walking into your prime or you're in your prime, or you're just, you know, like Carl Anthony Towns or Giannis kind of like a, a transcendent player. These guys, Lamelo, Dejounte, they're incredibly young, and they're already um, they're already in they, in the in the in the, in this conversation where we're talking about taking on the turn. This this league is is shifting and it's shifting quickly. That's what's crazy is like how many like we all thought like oh you know Curry and LeBron like had been up there for so long and it's like you know will somebody kind of take that mantle? But like think about how fun the league is right now with so many young players. Like Luca's still the youngest of those players. Other than like like him and John Moran are relatively the same age. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And like everyone forgets that because it seems like Luca's been around for a while. And it's like Luca's 23, dude. Devin Booker's 25. Yeah. <laughs> seems like he's been there forever, dude. And he was one who got like just by the way his birthday falls, like he was still 18 for like when he started his rookie season. Yeah. He because you got to turn 19 in that year, and his his birthday must be toward the end of the year. Um it's in October, late October. Absolutely. So, uh, I, I, I think I say it every year. The league's never been more talented. Um, somehow it's, you know, it's gotten more talented every single year for the last like seven, eight, nine years, maybe. And now we're seeing like the results of that. And we're also seeing like these really young guys start to butt heads with some of the older dudes. Like they're ready before they should be ready. And it's, uh, it's, it's good. The NBA's never been better. Um, and, one of my bold predictions. So you're Tyler, you're Owen too. I hate to break it to you. Um, one of my, my second uh, bold prediction was Miles Bridges would be better than Mikel Bridges. I was big on Miles Bridges this year. I bought uh, a, uh, a house on Miles Bridges Island. I built a hotel. I brought everybody with me. And now we're all winning our league. You're welcome. Uh, Miles Bridges finished 40th overall. Mikel Bridges, one of those uh, get, gets by by being barely good at everything. Not not that good at everything this year. 69th, very nice, but uh, Dude, no cigar. So in totals, though, if you look in totals, where'd Miles Bridges finish in totals? You want to guess? Oh, probably way up there. 77 big games. 20? 17th. It was 17th versus 32. Yes, sir. Uh, Phoenix Bridges, because I think sometimes when people talk about these two and they say the names fast, like I hear the same name. and It's really weird um, when I'm listening to stuff. Uh, Phoenix Bridges finished 32nd in totals. Yes. Which so is, both were okay. fantastic, but you did. You nailed this one with Mr. Miles Bridges. Yes, Miles. I was um. He was my guy. He was my sleeper, and I hit it. And I'm very happy about it because he helped me win a lot of leagues. 
Uh, he helped me uh, place very well this season. Uh, he's I, I, I couldn't keep my eyes off of him two seasons ago. And now I see, I see why the talent is there. Uh, and he, I think he's just only going to get better. Tyler, uh, your third bold prediction is so close. So, so, so close. Though, are we doing totals? Are we doing, is this a, you had Harden leads the league in assists and is number one in fantasy points. He actually finished like pretty good in, in both. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, this wasn't that off. Uh, so had Chris Paul not gotten up to the 10.7 again, uh, Harden is second in the league in assists, 10.1. Pretty good. Uh, per game. And he finished eighth in totals and fifth in per game. Yeah, you were, uh, if, if so there was that, a guy who was outside the consensus, like Jokic and Curry, um, that could do it, Harden was the guy. And, you, and I think that wasn't a bad bet. And here's what's crazy. It was craziest to me about this is like everyone shat on Harden for like, not being very good this year, and he's the fifth best player. Yeah, Damn everybody's so. like, "What happened to now, Harden?" It's like, "Oh yeah, he's still the, like all And this is why I think this is worth talking about for for James specifically is he's uh, thirty two. He is not able to blow past people in the same way he did in Houston. Yeah, he's lost a step. That's just a fact, right? He's lost a step. He's also fat, but he's lost a step. But and that's it. Is it? still the hamstrings bugging him that's possible right if he got a chef and a personal gym do you think he could gain that step back (laughs) that's a question right and i mean we've seen it with lebron like how is lebron i mean and you can say he spends a million dollars a year on his body and he he He, takes care of himself and and he sleeps in a cryogenic chamber but i mean he's 30 what eight seven yeah he's my age so he's 37 and he's still fucking fantastic so is, is is age really the reason James Harden's falling off at 32? I'm not sure. So, yeah, 32 is too, too – I mean, you, you could, could lose have, a step there, but, man, the guy's still crazy good. You could have anybody in the league next year. Who are you going with? Top, top fantasy top five. Go. Oh, man, on the spot. Jokic, uh, duh. Cat um, is in my top five for sure. I love bold strategy, Cotton. Bold strategy. I like I'm it. A, I'm a roto guy anyway. Cat is in my top five. Um, who fits in the other three? Probably Trey Young. I like my assists. I like he's had a fantastic year. He's younger, he's getting better. Um, that's three. Embiid, Harden. No, Katie. No curry, no yarn. Well, all right, drop, drop, drop hard and put Duran in there. Now, that's what's crazy is like, so there's literally like eight guys that I'm like, ah, dude, if he finished number one, I wouldn't be stunned. Like, if he finished number one, I wouldn't be stunned. He finished. <laughs> so um, I think Harden is kind of at the back of that group for me, just from what we've seen this year. And maybe the playoffs will swing that, right? Like, if he looks good in the playoffs, he could be back up in my top three. Yeah, and but, I didn't even put Curry right? in my top five. Drop Trey and put Curry back in there. Yeah, sorry. Curry's That's what I mean. Like it's too good. It's 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 great time for fantasy, and like it's one of those times where like I almost prefer to be picking like 
eight in the 12 team league or nine in a 12 team league. And I do like one. So I'm like, I'm still getting someone awesome and I'm getting somebody else better. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild how good some of these guys are and still are. Um, Tyler. I also went with an assist pick. We did a good, we did a good job uh, organizing our bull predictions in that uh, episode. You should go back and listen to it from mid October. Uh, it was a very good episode. The, Here's what's Art. crazy about it is we don't talk about this beforehand. So like some people no. like prep this show and like they go like, you know, you know, I'm going to say this, you say that, whatever, whatever. Like no. there's no rundown. We both say, okay, pick 10 things. We go in meet up with chat. Yeah. Right. We go in absolute blind. <laughs> so, right. Um, and um, it's because, my- and I love that because I like the shock factor of it. Like, all right, all right, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of the, some of the shit's uh, way, way out of bounds. Um, some of the shit is always fun to have a good laugh and yell about this one i was uh i had a lot of trey young stock trey young leads the league in assists uh trey young is currently leading the league in the most assists with totals 719 assists i don't think chris paul is going to pass him um any with the last few days so two two for three tyler yeah and and um this was a real good year for you i mean we talked about this on newberg times on the podcast that a lot of mike's predictions were um really spot on this year and so yeah this was this was a, a great pick and um you got it you nailed it yeah i'm fine i'm finally on tyler it took uh 20 years to be right about something i'm finally gonna win bold predictions i think this will be the first year i win bold predictions but let's see there's plenty of other bold predictions left you might be able to make a comeback. You, for, he, oh, well, oh, we oh. haven't got to your bull stuff. Your bull stuff is usually what uh, lets you down. That's usually what brings me down the average a little bit down. Tyler, P, uh, bull prediction number four, PG, Paul George, 28 points per game, top five, and I'm going to give you bonus points because you added another prediction in your prediction. Kawhi doesn't play one regular season game this year. Yeah, so I, I missed this. this Incom- incomplete. Um, Paul George, thirty games. Right, I'll cop to it. I mean, he was thirteenth. He was still good. He was still really good. Um, now he finished thirteenth, and I think he was getting picked probably around thirteenth. So, yep. Um, he was getting picked fourteenth. So, I mean, like, and he just didn't play very much. He got hurt. Um, I would have been interesting to see how that progressed. You know, kind of going further had he not gotten hurt. Um, with that elbow injury because he was shooting pretty bad. I mean, 41.8%, which he hadn't shot that bad since 2016. Um, now, how much of that was him being the number one option and how much of him was, how much of that was that elbow? I mean, that's hard to say. Um, yeah. But I, I didn't know half this. The quiet wasn't going to play. And I think, I don't know that that was bold. Was it bold? I don't know if it was bold. I honestly don't. I don't think that was, I don't think that was too bold, but it was bold for you to add it as a parlay with Paul George, 28. Due to the amount of games played, I'm not going to count this one against you. You are 0 for 3, not 0 for 4. You, you could win on a technicality, Tyler. Uh, my fourth prediction, now I'm going to see if you're generous. Oh, I'd give you this one, no, 100%. Because you missed it, but you... I missed you, it on a technicality. You rightfully said that the Clippers and the Lakers were both going to be not that good. And you know what killed you in this prediction? This is the most hilarious part of it for me. Is that the Spurs, who were trying to lose finish better than the Lakers. So yes. really the only thing that killed you. The Spurs were n- are not trying to make this plan. They were not trying to make it at any no, point. No, they did not want to make they the play. Made the it Lakers by mistake. 
did want to make the play-in. And uh, my bold prediction was both the Clippers and the Lakers would be in the play-in games. Now, the Clippers are in the play-in game, and the Lakers couldn't even make it. So, all right, I appreciate you giving that one to me. I'm three, four, four in bold predictions. Your fifth bold prediction. We went with bigs. We, this is very well organized, Tyler. Your fifth bold prediction. Chris Stapps, two blocks per game, top 30. Oof. Now, did I call this per game? We'd have to go back and listen to the tape because do you know where he is in per game value? Do you want to guess? Because I don't uh, think you'll ever get this. Per game value? Yep. Like, well, you're kind of saying like it's amazing. So like 45? 24th. Look it up. 24th. Um, yeah, you're not good. You are not lying. 1.6 blocks per game, 24th on averages. Yeah, he's been good. You know what? Under the radar, um, Chris S. Porzingis, if healthy, which has never happened. Even on totals, where, where do you think he is? I think a lot of people are going to underdraft him uh, next year. So 75? I would say I called this pretty well because he's 44th in totals. You know, put 51 games. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, a lot of people so, are going to be like, "Fuck that! I don't want that guy." You probably get him in the in the middle to late uh, the middle rounds. You could probably grab dude, him. If there. he's going outside the top fifty, give me him every single done. Click. I'll take him every time. I don't care. Absolutely, absolutely. Unless it's like nothing. a super deep league where there's no like, if he gets hurt, you can add somebody who's not even in the league off the waiver wire. Then I might not take him. But other than that, like if there's even some production on the waiver wire, give me KP, dude. All right, I went with this is so I think that was the ultimate bold prediction right there because even you thought he sucked and he was all he was as good as I said he was gonna be. I'd call that the ultimate bold prediction. You you did um you were 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 double the points. (laughs) You were on to something, you made a bold prediction. I also tried to make a bold prediction about a top 25 player named uh Yurkic. The guy did not play very well. 83rd overall on averages. Mark that off. You are 0 for 4. I am 3 for 5. Oh, dude, I got that KP one. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay. per game. You are 1 for 4. I am 3 for 5. Uh, yes, I'll give you that. All right, all right. I, I feel like I nailed this one, too. And you, you were missing the boat on this. And you even called me, I believe, you called me a name when I made the I, prediction. I might have slandered the shit out of you. Due to you predicting that Devin Booker would be in the top 25, who 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 would say such a thing? He finished uh, 20th overall in averages. And 16th uh, at totals. Yeah. I was wrong. You D-book. were right. And the thing that people forget about D-Book is that D-Book is 25. <laughs> and yes. D-Book has not reached his prime yet. He's not he in his prime at all. Right. And it seems like he's been around forever because this is his seventh because he has yeah he has been around for almost a decade but d book super efficient shooter lots of threes lots of points good rebounds good assist over a steal a game for the first time in his career still getting better um yeah i don't i i honestly this one was funny when we thought we did this old prediction thing was i didn't think it was that bold and you were like dude there's no way I just didn't think um, that Devin Booker could put a season together behind Chris Paul that could uh, lift him into a top 25 player. Uh, he did. He, he, he absolutely did. 
and he he is just getting better he is playing well above uh his averages with chris paul out which is nice to see because chris paul ain't going to be there for um much longer maybe a year or so chris paul's minutes are probably going to go down which means devin booker is going to take more of that responsibility in being a playmaker which he can do and when devin booker is a playmaker he is 100 percent a top 25 player second round pick third round pick what we thinking next year second round i think so too yeah and i would i would pay it that's fine now this one this is get this one um we both got obviously back to back we made the same prediction which is the first time i think we've ever made the same prediction it is um, the very first time we made the same prediction uh zion does not finish in the top 100 in totals um i think we got that one <laughs> yeah so zion did play a minute and um anyone who's listened to this podcast for a long time will know that i've, I've been out on zion pre- pretty much his whole career um the injuries have scared me um we so that was, I think we made this uh, bull prediction right around the time he like waddled onto like the stage and looked like shit, like, like looked like he couldn't walk. And we were like, yo, that dude doesn't look like he can walk. Like, why do we think he's going to start the season? People thought he was going to start the season. Well, and that was it. No, it wasn't that people thought it because people thought it because they kept saying it. Well, oh, he's going to be ready for opening night. And I'm like, bro, you, you can't move. Yeah. Your foot is broken. You um, aren't able to walk. Right. Um, so that that aside, um, what the hell do you do with Zion going uh, forward? What? Uh, stay away. This is um, the risk reward is, in my opinion, not worth it. Um, the, the, if you're using one of your last three picks on Zion, cool last four picks maybe last five picks no the risk reward is just not i guess if you get into that past like the the 75th pick and you want to take a flyer on zion go right ahead i just i'm I, why waste why waste your time well okay so so here's the scenario 10 team league uh shallow bench so you get the whole like two people but you have unlimited irs okay at that point, Zion should be picked. Yeah, if you have unlimited IRs. Um, you know, I mean, but just because, he, like, the games you are going to get are going to be good. Assuming he's, like, plays at some point this summer or is healthy. or I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him, him to the top 50. I just don't trust him. It's not worth it to me. I don't think he's that good of a fantasy basketball player anyway. Yeah, I'm with you there. And he hasn't played in a year. Like, there's going to be some rust. There's probably going to be some limited minutes, like, all that stuff. Um, but just outside the top 50, like, in a very shallow league, you probably have to think about it. Now, do you do it? I mean, it all depends on who else is there for me. Um, I think no matter what, I'm I'm not going to have a share of Zion because someone's going to be more willing to take Zion than, than I am. Absolutely. I think he'll – this is nothing we need to worry about. How about that? Fair. All right. I am four – for six you are three for five not bad not bad so far not bad not no you are you're three for six no you're three for five i give you a i give you a, a, a incomplete dude we're only on seven we are only on seven my seventh bold pick 
was Larry Markkinen and Wendell Carter Jr. This is when the Bulls picks come in. Have their best fantasy season thus far in their career. I think you could say that for Wendell Carter Jr. Well, a very good year in totals. He just was his very best year, uh, mostly because uh, it was the most games he's ever played in a season. Uh, and Larry Markkinen did not. Who, by the way, Larry Markkinen a better season I think than a lot of people were people people were expecting from him. Uh, did not have his best season, so you know I, I'm not I'm not even going to try to make an argument on this one. Well, let's see. Let's see if you got either one of these. I'm I'm interested in that. No. Oh, I can't. Uh, why can't I not look this up? Where did he finish? Um, Larry Marketing. If you want to look on, if you want to look nine cat, I, I don't think I can divvy this into eight cat. Oh no. So his... Wendell Carter did per game value his highest finish ever coming into this year was 112. Okay. What did he finish this year? Per game. Yep. Uh, Seventy-four. So he did, and his totals, his highest was 156 and eight cat. I'm going to give myself a 0.5. And Markman in per game, his highest ever was 52nd. And his yeah. totals was 84th. <laughs> he really so had himself a, a year that, uh, that, that second, that sophomore year. Right. So you didn't get that. You got it. You got a half, a half for there. I'm taking a 0.5. 4.5 out of seven. You are at three out of five. Three um, out of six. Oh, did I? Yeah. Three out of six. Now, see, I don't cheat. I'm not cheating on this. You're not cheating, Tyler. Your eighth bold pick, DeJounte Murray, the only spur in the top 100. Looking back on this, kind of hilarious that uh, DeJounte Murray is in, like, the top 10. Yeah, yeah. And that was my thing was I, I – and maybe I did do a good job of articulating this, but I thought Murray was going to take a leap, and I wasn't sure that anyone else on this team would. Right. So I was like, I think Murray's going to dominate it. He's going to get a lot of stuff and he's going to be the guy and everyone else is just going to be. Nah. And I even think I even said this when I made it, like there's a good chance that one, like someone sneaks into the top 100 just because like the way the math works out. Um, total 73rd. Yep. He was the only one in per game. That's true. He was the only one for, for per game. So you were pretty close. Yeah. So I, I mean, I felt like, I did well in that prediction in the sense, like I was just, my thought process was I Derek, want Murray. Derek White 82. Yeah. But again, like, I, does that count? I'm not does, sure. I don't know. It's uh, we'll have to go to the judges. Well, here was the, here was another thought process of mine when I think I made it was they might blow this up if they're real bad. And then no one else ends up there because they, you know, some of those guys were bench players, not playing that well. And then by the end, they were getting more minutes, but they couldn't close the gap. That's um, fair. Which happens on bad teams, which, I mean, this is something that, that happens. Um, yeah, I'm I don't think close. I got this, but I would say that the thought, my thought process was not that flawed. No, you were obviously right about Like, Dejante I Murray. didn't want Kel Johnson. He was 121st in per game. Didn't want, like, that's... You didn't want Derek White. You didn't want, certainly, did. we really hated Kelly Johnson preseason right i didn't want really want devin vassal like i didn't want any of those guys so i like um, i liked portal portal um definitely was the spoiler and here. what, what right. kid, and this is where i messed this up and this is worth mentioning for going forward if you can block one and a half shots a game aren't you like automatically a top 75 player i think you, like, yeah your stats much. could yeah. suck 
pretty much everywhere else. And like, if you can block one and a half shots a game, just because of the way it works out, like Mitchell Robinson is almost in the top 100 per game value blocking 1.8 shots a game. And he doesn't do anything. And doing absolutely nothing else. Right. And so blocks really matter. Mobama is 62nd overall. Yeah. And it's basically blocks, good percentages, not on great volume and rebounds. And that's it. And so if you can block one and a half to two shots a game, you're onto something. You're going to be in the top. That's the way the rankings work out because no one's doing it. All right. You are three and seven. Uh, my next, my eighth bowl prediction, OG and Anobi top 25. I had him in the same uh, echelon as you had Devin Booker. Um, from, hmm, that, was, that, that was a bold prediction. That was bold. He did finish 63rd. Where was he going? Was this good? He finished 63rd in per game. That's, I don't think that's that, good. I don't think that was good for OG and Anobi. He, he was um, going I would, I would 64th, like to, though. I would like to lobby incomplete. I only played 47 games. Yeah, judges. Uh, I'm thinking about it. Thinking about it. I don't know. I don't think he was getting to the top 25. Either. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, like, you're, the, you're, the, a ru- you're a ruthless when you are losing time. But if you were saying top 50, I'd have been like, all right, well, if he played more games, he probably could have snuck in the top 50. But like, no matter how many more games, if he would have said, you got to count those stats you played in, but you get a full 82 more games, I don't think he's cracking the top 25. You get what I'm saying? Like, he would yes. have to have been so good in the, the, the other games to get to the top 25. Probably that. would have not happened. Yeah. And so that's why I'm going to have to say no. Now. All right. That's, that's fair. Uh, I am four and a half out of eight. Tyler, your ninth bull prediction, Josh Giddy, top 75 and best rookie. Now he's not top 75, but Giddy did in averages finish, I think what in the top 100. 97. 97th. Just sneak it in there. And he's not the best rookie, but he is an incredible rookie. Yeah. So, I mean, say what you want about this prediction. I would say I got it. Nobody had Josh Giddy in the top 100. No, not at and all. I was telling you from the beginning, like, this cat's going to be good. You were on so, it. You can, you can put your hat on and walk outside with, with pride today, Tyler, because you did – Absolutely choose Josh Giddy. I'm not going to give you this point, though. I mean, that's fine. I, 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 it's up to you. I don't care. But at the <laughs> end of the day, like, think about it. Was Giddy even being drafted? This was a top 100 player. He was 133rd IADP in Yahoo, 145 in ESPN, 135 in CBS. So he pretty much was undrafted in every league. Yeah. For the most part. And, and you were, you were down with him five. being the best rookie in the top 75. Yeah, and so how many rookies did finish over him? Not that many. Well, Mobley finished in the top 75. Mobley, Barnes. Barnes finished 65th. Cade, probably. Oh, yeah, Cade was actually the best rookie, 52nd. Good for Cade. Yeah. So, three rookies. The top 50, dude. Yo, three rookies in the top 75, none of them bigs. Uh, well, I guess, Mo- is Mobley a big? Yeah, Mobley's a big. Is he, though? Dude, there's a fourth rookie even over him. Oh. One Herbert Jones. Oh, I forgot Falcons. about Herb. Herb Jones. Now that would have been the bold prediction, dude. 89th. He finished 89th. You would have been on him. That would have been the one. That would have been the right choice. My ninth bold prediction. 
as always, four top 50 bulls and five top 100 bulls. We got DeMar at 19, Lonzo at 33. I'm taking it. Vujovic at 38 and Zach Levine at 42, four bulls in the top 50. Alex Cruz at 131. Son of a bitch. Yeah, and if we look at totals, this is really where this this Bulls Bulls pick gets well, let down. Let's not let's not look at because Demar was fifth in totals. Props to Demar for that. Shout out. 25th, Levine 29th, so he had three. Then uh, the Sumu is the next one at 129. Ooh, very nice. I like Io has had a great uh, rookie, great rookie. Io to Sumu, absolutely. Uh, definitely looks more mature. Uh, then, then so you should have given record. me the giddy one because had you given me the giddy one, I might have been tempted to give you this. Right. But... I'm, I'm taking a half point here. No, no, I'm not giving you a half point. I have four that. bulls in the top 50. Yeah, no, but you didn't because in, you didn't say it was per game. I definitely said it was per game. Go back and listen uh, to the no, tape. No, no, not calling it. No, right, not, not real. Giving myself real. a half point. Um, all right. And the final bold prediction from Tyler P. Watts. This is a hefty bold prediction. This is, I would say this is your boldest prediction. Ross, Terrence, T. Ross, I would assume. Terrence Ross. It was Terrence Ross, yeah. Trey Mann, Maxi Brunson, and Davian Mitchell, all standard league finishes. Well, where's Mann? Tra- Terrence so- Mann is, is, is a standard league player, maybe not a standard league finish on, on averages, though. Uh, well, so Maxi for sure. I don't remember what I said about this. I don't remember if I was going for like totals, or if I was going for, I, I don't think I was going for per game on anyone. I think I was going for totals because to me, a standard league finish means you finish there for the whole season in total. Like you didn't just have some good games and maybe get hurt. And like guys, like for example, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving's way up there in the per game. Yes. And everyone knew he was going to be good when he played, if he played. But, like, in totals, you were never going to be on him because he was never going to play a bunch because he was going to sit out at the beginning. So I would say totals is all that counts in this. That's fair. You know, you know T- what I mean? Because, like, Trey Man and T. Ross had dude, stretches where they were standard league relevant. I wouldn't say they had standard league finishes. Dude, Brunson was 41st, though. Jalen Brunson, 41st in totals. Davian Mitchell... I'm giving you Davion Mitchell because he was he is relevant currently. He finished so, in Maxi, of course, thirty eight. Maxi was thirty eighth, wow. and Brunson was forty first, and none of those players were being drafted. So I don't care what you say. I'm going to give you I, that. That's one, a win. Two, like I gave you five guys that weren't being drafted at all, and two of a, them were fucking. Going to give you a half point, and I'm taking my half point from last round. Um, and then my final prediction: Westbrook does not finish the season as an L.A. Laker. They were wishing he didn't. I mean, if they could have got rid of him, they would have. <laughs> so I feel like I'm pretty dead on with that with that pick. I'm not going to give myself credit for it, but I think I was absolutely dead on with that pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was uh, – I would say overall you did fantastic with your predictions. Like you, uh, you could make a legitimate case that you got um, every single one but two. So you got eight out of ten. Yeah. Because Nurkic, you, you, got no, you got no backing for the Nurkic. You got no None. back for the, for the OG one. But other than that, I mean, like your picks were outstanding this year. 
They were outstanding. Thank you very much, Tyler. I really appreciate that. You are a grateful loser. Um, as always, Tyler, your picks show what you're actually thinking and where you can find value with like Drew Holiday, with uh, Josh Giddy. Uh, you're always on um, what, what I'm always, what I always get to learn about from you are the guys that no one's thinking about, like Brunson, Davian Mitchell, Trey Mann. Um, you are always on with those guys and you were once again on with those guys. Uh, you have a good sense of the value of players. And I think that's why uh, we're both so very good at drafting, Tyler. Um, and say what you want about it. I think my, my skill is just like looking at somebody and being like, this dude can ball, man, this dude can play. And it, it comes down to opportunity at some point in the day, right? Like you just need to get the minutes. And, you know, sometimes the players don't get the minutes. Like, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I felt like my predictions were worse than usual, but like still really not that bad. No, not that bad at all. You can like uh-huh. your Chris Apps is very good. You're, you were you were on Booker when people weren't. Uh, you know how to properly value Drew Holiday. Yeah, and we were uh-huh. both wrong about Lamelo. Yeah, yeah, and you know the Lamelo hate was more just like it's God, it's hard. I'm still surprised that he did it. It's hard to do that without scoring like 22 a game. What he did was incredibly impressive. Under 20 and- points a game, finishing as high as he did as a second year player with a bunch of hype almost never happens. Probably yeah. never happens. And here was the other thing too, is like, I was like, well, he's, his percentages are both going to be bad. And then he really turned around those free throws and was like, well, damn, that was, that was really the difference. The free throws at, and the fact that he did get almost 20. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to do either. So, um, you know, hey. you can't always be right. Shout out to shout out to LaMelo ball. Um, if you're listening, please hit us up on Twitter at watch the boxes at Tyler P Watts, Tyler, this has been a very fun season. Um, I think there was a lot of weird shit that happened this year, but it was, it was instead of it being kind of depressing, weird, it was exciting, weird. Um, I had a very fun season, Tyler. Uh, I hope um, listeners, I hope you did too. Tyler. I mean, what, what do you think about the season overall? Um, the season was a lot of fun. I think we saw a lot of surprising stuff, right? Memphis falling into the top two in that the West. Um, we saw a lot of things that were fun. We saw a lot of new fun players. Kate Cunningham is going to be really, really good for a really, really long time. And he'll be an interesting person to talk about going to the next year's draft. Like, can he make the LaMelo leap? He was damn good this year. He's very and, good. They've actually already talked about – there was actually a piece in The Athletic today by James Edwards about Dwayne Casey talking about how they want to make him their Luca. They basically are looking at the Mavs blueprint and trying yeah. to build – Okay. And <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have that much faith in Kate Cunningham. But, okay, good on so, him. Well, they're going to have another high pick, you know, to put in there and – they're going to apparently be active in free agency because they're one of the very few teams with cap base. So they're That's going fair. after some people. Okay. Um, one, but he's going to be an interesting guy next year. Um, the, the most fun and the most interesting thing part of the season is to come. Like in the East, literally think that that playoff is going to be a bloodbath. Starting with the play. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do uh, playoff predictions here. 
uh, at the last minute, we'll do playoff predictions. Let's start with the East. Let's start with the plans. Who do you got for the plans? Well, there's still some stuff to be decided here, right? Sure. Um, Let's assume but- uh, it's Cleveland, Atlanta, Nets, Hornets. Okay, so Cleveland, the Nets aren't going to get the eight? Because if the Nets get the eighth seed, they play Cleveland in that first game, I think Brooklyn wins that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gets the seventh seed. Then they take on probably Boston? I think that's a tough one. I, they could, I think that one can go either way. Yeah. Give, without Robert Williams, though, give me the Nets. Give me the Nets in an upset. That's fair. Um, then Cleveland, Atlanta, Charlotte. Which team even makes the playoffs there? I, I'll take. The, give me the Hawks. They can get hot at the right time. They give me the Hawks. Nah, give me the give me the Cavs, dude. That we need we need we need Cleveland or Charlotte in there. If Come on, the Hawks, Cavs are Hawks. healthy, uh, sure. But give me the Hawks. Uh, Heater winning that series, regardless. Yep, Heater winning for Bucks, sure. Bucks are beating the Bulls. Your team didn't. That was the team they didn't want to draw. And that's the Bucks the are good at just. The Bucks will destroy the Bulls, and the Sixers will destroy the Bulls. The Bulls can't guard either one of those dudes. But nobody. The can. question is Philly, Toronto. We know. We now know Tybal can't play. Philly. I still think the Sixers win that. Yeah, it's Philly. Then Philly, Miami. Fun. That's gonna be spicy, dude. It's gonna that's be a lot of spicy. fun. Give me um, Philly. I go for the Heat. I go for the Heat in that. Uh, I think Bucks. It's Bucks and Heat for me in the it's, conference finals. Yeah, uh, get give me Milwaukee getting back there. Give me, Just give me like the Bucks. I feel like the safest team. Giannis um, is uh, arguably the best player on the planet. If if it's not Jokic, it's, it's Giannis. Um, the West is is really fun. Um, I think Minnesota and LA get the two spots. I don't see the Pelicans or Spurs. No, I think that's fairly certain. And I mean, I. First round, is there an upset? Well, can we think- can we also say for the very first time a uh, there could be a, a losing team in the West uh, making the playoffs? It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy though to think that, like, I mean, there's how many teams with fifty wins and are all but two are in the West so far, uh, which yeah. is crazy because the West gets dumped on a lot this year for like not being that good, and they're still really they're really still good. Great. Yeah. Uh, give me a Warriors Suns though in the finals. I don't. I don't really see many upsets in the West yeah. playoff. Like if if the standings hold, I think the top four make it, and then give me think, Dallas over Utah. If the Nuggets are healthy, they bring Jamal Murray back. I might actually go with a Nuggets sleeper, but if not, it's Suns. It's the Suns to to lose, and give me Grizzly Suns actually. Oh, all right, all right, going with Memphis. Um. I'm, I question how well Memphis can do in the playoffs, just in the sense that we see some weird teams, like just they're good in the regular season. They're not as good in the playoffs. And then we see yeah. some teams that actually get better in the playoffs. So like I, Memphis is still that kind of up in the air team for me. Um, yeah. And I think it's Phoenix against, against Milwaukee again. And um, I think the Suns win mm. this time. Yeah. I mean, the Suns. They just been so good, dude. 63 wins. Finals the next MVP. best team, 55. 55. They're almost they're eight games better than the, the next best team. That's insane. I would say when the finals MVP um, odds come out, 
you put sprinkle a little money on Giannis, a little money on Devin Booker, and a little more money on CP3. So here's the question, okay? If if CP3 gets hurt in the playoffs against Dallas, who are you going with? It's Phoenix against Dallas, second round. Phoenix. They're really good. I'm going, I'm going with Dallas. Okay. Because they can they can stop one. If you've seen the games this year, the Suns won every time. But Dallas can stop one of Booker and Paul. They can't stop both. They can't. No, they cannot stop both. Nobody can really stop both. I just think the Suns are too good. They're too in sync. The the team is too locked in. Um, they don't look phased by anybody. They they really do look like the team to be. Oh, they are they are phenomenally good. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from them. It's going to be a, such a fun playoffs. Uh, listeners, I really appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us all season long. Uh, we love you guys. You guys are the best. You're the reason we do this. Uh, we love to hear feedback from you guys. Um, we'd love you to, you know, rank in, uh, and, and rate and review our show so other people can see it. Tell other friends who will do stuff in the offseason for certain I know you're used to winning the league because you're you're listening to the show and you don't want your other friends to do it. But um, just you know, say hey, you want you want to know why I won the league? Uh, watch the Bucks podcast and Tyler and Mike. Uh, that to me is uh, is the reason I do this, so you guys can uh, enjoy fantasy basketball. Because uh, Tyler, I I enjoy fantasy basketball. I assume you do. You, this is what we do. Well, fantasy basketball is a lot of fun. I think everyone should play fantasy basketball, and everyone should. Enjoy fantasy basketball. It's the best fantasy sport of them all. We really appreciate you guys listening all year. We will be around in the off season. We're probably gonna take a little break. Enjoy your playoffs. Um, and enjoy your winnings. Enjoy Luka Doncic in the playoffs. Uh, enjoy betting on sports. And if you want to hit us up, hit me up on Twitter at Watch the Boxes. Tyler at Tyler P Wads. And we'll probably do. I'll probably do some off season stuff on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Watching the boxes. If you want to watch me play video games, because who doesn't want to watch me play video games, Tyler? I've watched you play video games five hours this week. That's how I wasn't even on Twitch. Oh, oh, oh I'm uh, myself now. Oh, all right, we're gonna talk about get bad in life. We're gonna talk about that offline. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us all season long. We'll see you next time. Stay safe. Mm-hmm.